Shut up! This is supposed to be scary. It is scary. Is that how you feel right now, Lewis? No, no. I'm painting the scenario for him. Well, I love being here. You know, I kind of like live here. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, dude, that's dope. Terrifying. It's cool to live here. <coughs> Welcome. <coughs> Welcome. <coughs> it's the spooky hour. It's a creepy hour. We're gonna fill your mind with scary thoughts and, and the uh, sound of us coughing. The sound of Lewis's coughing directly into the microphone, like I'm every single episode. <laughs> He's going into an episode. <laughs> so uh, today's docket. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Come towards the light. How do you? Oh, fucking. So uh, yeah, we got we got a little bit on the docket today, dude. Uh, it's something that Lewis has to talk about a while ago. I think like our first or second episode. And, uh, spooky, dude. You're gonna have to remind me, because I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the Mothman. Oh, Mothman! The Mothman prophecies. Mothman! Mothman. Mothman's awesome, dude. He's got, like, fucking red eyes and big wings. Kind of fucking weird. Yeah, from hailing from Point Pleasant, West Virginia! 375 pounds. The Mothman. And then he comes out and starts fucking beating Sasquatch. No, he just takes a kid and all your... (laughs) 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 Like some Jeepers Creepers shit. Hell yeah, dude. Off into the sunset they go. Who do you think will win? He sucks the life out of their husk and then drops it. Mothman and maybe Shelly's Frankenstein. Uh, I don't know, dude. Mothman's got some weird shit behind it. Alright. So. You're gonna have to sell the Mothman on me, because I don't know. I'll, I'll, su- I'll sell you on the Mothman a little bit, dude, on his abilities. So. Uh, some of my sources for this. Um, you know, I got some. I went into Wikipedia and I went into each different little article that they had there. And uh, I also went through, like, some other notes that somebody had written on BuzzFeed Unsolved. And, uh, you know, I watched a few different YouTube videos and, like, uh, you know, read some other fucking articles from West Virginia at the time. You know, it's going to be a nice little episode here. I think I got enough good sources that it's, like, you know, I I feel legible enough to do this. Unlike the past episodes where I fucking haven't. So, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia... The Mothman is a creature seen in town from around November 16th, or November 15th, 1966 to December 15th, uh, 1967. So there was like a 
after this one specific sighting that happened in the beginning, um, there was like a bunch of like a like sightings started like going up and up and up and up, and then around that same time next year, shit just sort of stopped. Uh, like it started in uh, November the previous year, and then like just straight up like sightings stopped around that time the next year in December. So like maybe like a month, like a year and a month later. So the first newspaper report published in Point Pleasant uh, Register uh, was dated November 16, 1966, titled uh, Couple See Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. So there wasn't like an in there wasn't like an actual name for it at that point. It was just like whatever fucking creature was there. It was just like a two couples that were driving in their car and uh, they drove by this one place uh, in the forest and saw it. But I'll get into that in a sec. Um, <clears throat> the national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States. Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by uh, Gray Baker uh, in 1970, who's like another journalist, and was later popularized by John Creel in his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, which is actually a book about like um, some of the weirder aspects of Mothman and shit. Like, is there a movie? Yeah, there's a movie based off of it, wow. but it's uh, like it's a Richard Gere movie. Okay. It's a it's a pretty fucking creepy movie, but the the Never seen it. The actual book is, like, just, like, straight-up experiences and just as well UFO sightings in the area that happen. So we'll get into that also. Uh, pretty, pretty fucking weird shit, man. There's, like, a lot of secrecy also behind it. Uh, How so? As in, like, some of the encounters people were, like, really fucking shut-lipped about because of something else that happened at around the same time. And then there's also, like, weird shit that happened in the town around the time uh, shit started. Not only UFO sightings, but, like, weird poltergeist. Like, yeah, activity. I have heard that the Mothman does bring, like... Doesn't he appear before natural yeah, disasters? Yeah, sort of. Brings bad so, juju. Yeah, I get into that. So, uh... Uh, people were claiming that the supernatural events that happened, the sightings, um, the UFO sightings, the Mothman sightings, all had a connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Uh, the book was later adapted into, into a 2002 film starring Richard Gere. And actually, it's so much of like a fucking thing in Point Pleasant that <clears throat> they have like a fucking huge-ass statue of, like, fucking Mothman in the center of town. And, like, all around... There's, like, a pizza joint that has, like, Mothman shit. There's, like, a coffee... Like, it's really, like, a tourist attraction now. Yeah. And they even have, like, um... Fucking... Uh... Like, a big festival every year. Just to be like, ah, Mothman time! Around, like, October (laughs) and shit. Well, I think it's October. Uh, an annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted to the Mothman legend, which also has many Mothman-themed restaurants, a giant statue, 
and even gift shops located all throughout the city. There's a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, right? Dude, there's one where it's like, uh, I was watching the fucking BuzzFeed Unsolved episode about the Mothman, and they have like a fucking pizza joint where they have, they serve like a Mothman pizza, and it's like in the shape of it. It looks goofy as shit. Looks great, dude. I love it. Who or what is the Mothman? How do you capture the Mothman into a pizza? Yeah, dude. How do you capture the horror? The the soul. How do you capture a man's essence, a naked man's a essence, man. into a picture? He's just like a dude into with a painting. Big wings, yeah. hanging dong with red eyes. Oh no. That's my favorite version of Wolfman, dude. He comes in, <laughs> he swoops in, he like fish hooks his penis inside of somebody. Oh! Flies off into the yeah, sunset. Yeah, and then, ah, just takes and, them, yeah, but they're yeah. hooked. Yeah, they're hooked. <laughs> the Mothman is a strange cryptozoological, uh, crypt, cryptozoological, blah, 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 cryptozoological creature with a vaguely humanoid shape. Uh, often seen walking on two hind legs or flying, it's around six to eight feet tall. So there's kind of like, uh, there's kind of like a range there. Yeah. I guess. Um, sporting two large wings, eight to fifteen foot like wingspan. So like, fucking, the size of like maybe almost two people. Uh, like that's how big the fucking wingspan is. Oh, <clears throat> and large glowing red eyes. It is often described without a head. Uh, the color is pretty tough to discern. It's usually either a brown, like a, like a lighter brown, or like a dark gray color. Uh, its eyes were, as one woman described it, red like you never saw red before. Like legit fucking like glowing, piercing red eyes. Fucking strange, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude. Wow. What do you think it is? I don't know, man, but I think I've seen it before. Yeah? Yeah, I remember I started to get into this. It's the first time I went to Disney, yeah. and uh, we were watching this show, and on top of the Tower of Terror, it looked like a big-ass bird flew like up on the top and landed on the top. Sure, it wasn't like an owl or something? Dude, a big fucking bird. Like, I even looked up, I was like, damn, the fuck was that? Could have been like a pelican. Dude, it could have been like a fucking condor. I don't know what the fuck this <laughs> thing was. It just yeah. had like a big ass wingspan. I didn't. I couldn't make out eyes because I was literally a far as fuck away <clears throat> from this. So it wasn't like just a fucking... No, whatever it was, it looked big. It, had, like, it looked fucking big. And then it just landed. I looked at it and I took my shitty little razor phone trying to zoom in to take a picture of it. Ooh. And of course that didn't fucking work. And uh, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I wish a, I had the phone. But could have like, been the Thunderbird. Dude, it, it, Thunderbird is a another Native American legend. Dude, what if it was Some a crazy hobo. shit, dude? A hobo? Hobo. Hobo. The legendary Pokemon? Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, dude, that'd be sweet. Fuck me, Lewis. All right, so <laughs> uh, during World War II, about eight thousand acres of the woods in Point Pleasant were employed to manufacture and house explosive and concrete igloos. Uh, after the war ended, the housing was abandoned and the TNT and accompanying explosives uh, were cleared out to make room for a wildlife preserve 
known as the McClintic Wildlife Management Area. Due to, the, due to findings in the 80s, the land was found to be uh, critically contaminated by waste caused by the byproducts of the explosives and other weaponry. Uh, to this day, the igloos and uh, much of the hazardous material still remains on the land. So there's like a lot of like you know biohazard shit <clears throat> that's still on the land. And uh, how old is the Mothman? Um, I don't know, dude. Because it really only gets spotted, and like there's not really any other fucking things of the Mothman throughout history. This is just like the one fucking thing. Yeah, but how early is it? Is it after nuclear? Uh, it's around 20 years after uh, World War Two, so like in the 60s. Dude, what if it's like a new, like a nuclear like byproduct? Yeah, well that's that's what. what so uh, there's speculation that this contamination could have mutated local wildlife into what would become the Mothman. <coughs> so or like, some crazy. I don't know about that. Dude. Some guy. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Some crazy scientist was just like, you know, like I'll "This is my creature." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the night. He's fucking glass like, breaks, ah! gets out, yeah, it flutters in his face, and he's like, "Ah!" And then he fucking transforms into one. Um. All right. So in 1966, the area of these woods, renamed the TNT area, where this, <laughs> yeah, dude, TNT, uh, copyrighted by Channel TNT. <laughs> <laughs> we get fucking sued for saying to you. Sponsor TNT. us. Yeah, dude, sponsor us. Dude, fucking <coughs> AW watching on TNT, dude. <coughs> Starring Shaq. <laughs> All right. Um, where the uh the area of the woods. God damn it! Now I lost my place. In 1966, the area of these woods, named the TNT area, where these igloos were included in the years following. Uh, the war had become a popular hotspot with teenagers and the local youth. Uh, November uh, 15, 1966, Steve and Mary Millette, along with Roger and Linda Scarberry, uh, were on a relaxing drive through the woods. Mary and Linda were shocked to see uh, a strange figure near the TNT plant. Um, It shuffled and moved into the plant watching the creature from a distance in their car. They described it as not having arms or head, massive wings that were folded on its back, and two glowing red eyes. The couples took off in their car, terrified of the creature, and snapping out of their uh, hypnotic gaze. Uh, Later down the road, uh, they began to see what uh, what they had described as two large red headlights rising above the car with a dark silhouette, rising and jumping above and behind the car, not even needing to flap its wings as it chased the car to speeds up to 100 miles per hour. The the creature's voice, quote-unquote voice, I don't know, was described as a high-pitched screech, like, like, mousy, like, (laughs) fucking, (laughs) like, weird shit, dude. Little did he know it was the first successful, like, glide suit. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the guy was screaming for help because he couldn't stop. Yeah, his voice was like, it's like a rubber suit, so his voice was like, 
trying to escape the it's air and like squeaking and shit. So you just sound like an asshole. And um, dude, they should look up. They should look that area. Watch an investigation. Like what I'm showing you, there's gonna be a, a cadaver or some fucking <laughs> wingman shit. Guy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, something funny about that also. To answer what you said, Lewis, there was at least like a thousand people a night in the fucking forest. Like, all looking for this fucking thing. And I think, like, a couple of people actually did have sightings. But, like, nothing... Nothing out of the ordinary. Weirdly enough. Like, not a lot of shit. Dude, what if people scared each other at night? Like, 1960s, 1970s teens. What else did they have? They got it going. Yeah. Other than scaring the Mm. locals. Yeah, could have been. How do they make the uh, I don't fucking know, dude. LEDs, but I don't know. LED technology didn't really right. Like it existed back then, but it wasn't exactly the best. So, um, creature's voice was described as a high pitched screech, like a record scratch. Uh, they neared the more populated part of the town, and the creature seemed to flank off and disappear completely. Uh, concerned that they would not be taken seriously by the police, they ended up not even reporting the creature to the police. <clears throat> Later, the couples returned to try and confirm what they had seen, and much to their horror, uh, their confirmation came in the form of the creature shuffling ar- outside the TNT factory again. So I guess they went back to like confirm like uh, yeah, like there. the next no, day. There. Yeah. Uh, the sight terrified the couple so badly, they headed directly to the Mason County Courthouse to file a police report. Uh, Deputy Millard Halstead took the report. Due to the size of the community uh, in town, many people knew each other through personal connections, and it was a town where everyone just sort of, like, knew each other. Like, everyone was just sort of, like, you know, like, oh, it's fucking Bob from down the street. Yeah. It was that kind of town. Um... Due to this, Deputy Halstead believed that they were sincere in their terror and, ju- and just as well took handwritten police reports from both couples, um, which are actually, like, the police reports are on display at the Mothman Museum. Um, <clears throat> the police had put f- all four people in separate rooms asking them uh, each, of their account- uh, <clears throat> each of their encounters. To the amazement of the police, uh, every and like everyone read it, wrote it down. Like every one of them matched each other to the T. So they, they matched the description. Yeah. Nice. So they decided uh, to go back with the fucking deputy. Uh, the deputy was with them, and I guess they saw like weird fucking shadows flying around. And then they also heard strange noises, and there was, like, a big, like, cloud of dust in the area. Like, like something had just, like, blown off at a high speed. And then there was also, like, a big fucking print on the ground. And it was, like, a, like a cloven print. Like, like, you know how fucking goats have, like, cloven prints and yeah. shit? It was like that. How big was it? Um... I thought I wrote it down. I, I believe it was, like, pretty big fucking print. Like, maybe, 
like 12 inches or some shit. 12 inch print or some shit. Something, something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, Linda Scarberry reportedly experienced unnerving phone calls as well as visits by the men in black hood intimidator to never talk about her experiences. Uh, afterwards, she was treated for anxiety and shock at the local hospital. So she, like, actually got fucking anxiety treatment and shit for this stuff. Uh, the next morning, George Johnson, the Mason County Sheriff, held a press conference, and the story began to trend worldwide. And uh, there was a fucking, like, I guess, a thing where people had taken his name because, like, Batman was fucking popular at the time. Yeah. In the 60s. Because, uh, you know, the only show they had out back then was, like, the Batman. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Uh, he got so fucking popular that people were like, oh, dude, fucking Batman. And there's even one fucking report where this dude said, there's Batman on my r- neighbor's roof, and he flew up under the sky. Like, in that fucking town. Sightings of the Mothman uh, began to increase over the years, and it's estimated that each night in the TNT area of the Point Pleasant Forest, over a thousand people would look for the Mothman from day all the way to, like, midnight uh, for, like, months on end. For like, I think for basically that entire year of, like, sightings. Uh, and another eyewitness report, Marcella Bennett, her three-year-old daughter... Her brother Raymond and her brother's wife encountered the Mothman while visiting uh, family and friends. Marcella explained during an interview with researcher, author, Andy Colvin, uh, quote, He was shaped like a male with huge wings, the way he was standing, the head like a bird. I'll never forget how he was standing. It was like he was just relaxing. Like he was just waiting for that moment. He was perching? Yeah, like, like perching, yeah. Uh... Like, he was waiting, just waiting for that moment for me to walk up. Uh, the neck looked like it went down in, like a bird, way down in, uh, way down in the neck. To me, it wasn't of this world. A super owl? Yeah. Not so super owl. Well, that's what it could have been, because there were, like, barn owls in the fucking area at the time. Yeah. So it's a situation where people could have easily, like been freaked out by a fucking barn owl. Like, just an unnaturally big barn owl. Yeah, like the, the, the legendary barn owl. But, yeah, <laughs> right. But, uh, Mothman is more marketable, I guess. But, also, I think, like, a specific kind of barn owl that they were trying to say it was isn't, like, native to the area. So, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so it's a weird owl. <clears throat> Uh, like Linda, uh, Marcella reportedly suffered from the side effects of the creature, such as anxiety, uh, paranormal, paranoia, and nightmares. After encountering him, Marcella would report the feeling of often feeling Mothman's presence around her, and supposedly develop the ability to have premonitions and psychic visions. <clears throat> After the encounter, the people who encountered the creature are reported to also have seen and heard many paranormal happenings. Linda Scarberry claimed to hear disembodied noises and voices and see items moving by themselves described as 
poltergeist-like activity. So, like, not only them, but people in the fucking town were, like, all of a sudden experiencing, like, weird fucking, like, shit. Like, fucking uh, poltergeist-like activity. The entire city. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, like, can you call coincidence on that, or... Yeah. I'm not sure, man. Like, some of this shit is actually fucking spooky. And it, yeah. these are people who have all taken, like, a crazy amount of fucking lie detector tests. And, you know, generally came out with, like, good fucking results, like, that they weren't lying. Uh, I think Linda Scarberry, the lady from the first one who was actually treated for fucking, like, anxiety and shit, took some, took some fucking lie detector tests, and generally her results were pretty good. Generally? Yeah. Uh, there's always, like, you know, somebody takes a fucking lie detector test, and, like... No, I don't need ass! Of, and they yeah. Do. One of them, you know, one of them is always gonna be like, oh, they're fucking lying. You know, that's just the nature of fucking lie detector tests, I guess. Doesn't it pick up on your heartbeat? <clears throat> yeah, it picks up on a certain pulse that uh, happens when you're lying. Yeah, it's like uh, like certain nerves. Like they know how to strike a nerve. Yeah. Questions. So, uh, and, and that's what the thing picks up on? Yeah. But what if you're super fucking stoic? Right. Unmovable and touch on face. I'm sure there are some people who can fucking do yeah, it. I know poker say, players get really fucking close to it. Can I fool a lie detector? Probably, because they're not, like, super, like, I think most people, like, you're going to get got by yeah. the fucking, but if you have, like, training Next to do it. when we can afford it, <coughs> yeah, right. Cedric is going to go over. We're going to do lie detector. Ooh, that would be a good video, lie dude, detector. doing yeah. lie detector tests on each other and asking each other spicy questions. I'll tell you anything. Oh, oh no. Alright, so, <clears throat> other strange phenomena begin happening throughout the town, which include, uh, during police dispatches, uh, police dispatchers would get interrupted, uh, phone calls would get, like, remember how at your house, when we were experiencing weird shit? Yeah. Uh, phone calls would, like, cut out, and then you would hear, like, breathing or, like, nothing on the other end, and then they would just cut back in? Yep. Same shit would happen. Except this time, it's not, fu- it's like radio signals. It's not fucking cell phones and shit. It, it, it happened in the 60s, you know? They don't have fucking cell phones. Can't really do shit like that. Uh, there were Dog, muff- they couldn't download apps? Yeah, dude. They couldn't Whack. download the fucking TikTok app that lets you see ghosts or some shit. <laughs> um, random nodding? Yeah. Malfunctioning electronics. Doors mysteriously opening and closing and shutting on their own. Um, an increase in UFO sightings and malfunctioning cars with no discernible reasons. So, like, cars would just fucking stop in the middle of the road sometimes. What the fuck? Yeah, like, weird shit like that. In broad fucking daylight. Uh, I hauntings were like in the 60s. Yeah, dude. Like The Conjuring? Yeah. Where everything is just horrifying? Great movie. It is a great movie. First two are really good. 
uh, everything else in the you know, like the Annabelle shit's awful. Oh yeah, they god just, awful. They were just beating that franchise dead. Yeah. So bleed it dry. Oh yeah, that was the first one. That was the first Conjuring. It's a great fucking movie, by the way. If you haven't seen The Conjuring, it's like Ed and Lorraine Warren or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're making like a third one where it's like this dude who's convicted of like actually fucking killing somebody while possessed. Ooh. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking interesting. Alright, so <clears throat> in 1966 and 1967, numerous sightings followed, uh, revealing details about the Mothman, such as his glowing red eyes that reflected flashlights, or that he would sometimes attack vehicles, or like follow vehicles and shit. On December 15, 1967, the Silver Bridge, which apparently some people in the town of Point Pleasant, despite being so many fucking miles away, from uh, Ohio had premonitions about the Silver Bridge in Ohio, which killed 46 people. Some residents claimed to have had prophetic dreams and messages from the Mothman leading up to the collapse. The Mothman himself is said to appear before different tragedies, either before or after events. This, in addition to strange dreams, is what many people theorize might be evidence for the Mothman to be an interdimensional creature or an alien rather than a cryptid or, like, an actual creature. And um, at the Silver Bridge, here is the actual photo that somebody took. I think it's been, like, colorized, but here is, like, like you can see him, oh, like, sort of perched yeah, you can up. Definitely someone perched. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure if it was, like, the day of the collapse or, like, before. Um... But there he is, just perched up right on the fucking corner there. <coughs> yeah, that's uh, that's one of the pictures. Uh, following this event in two thousand one, during the tragedy of the nine eleven plane attacks on the twin towers. Oh, this is one that yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a fucking weird one because the photographers who took these t- two different pictures in two different places, uh. I guess from two different angles of the same fucking thing. Uh, and you can see it in the picture. Like, you can see, like, behind and in front of. So it's not, like, just a fucking bird. Yeah. You can tell by the wingspan, and you can tell by, like, the distance of where it is. It can't just be, like, a fucking person falling either. So if you... Uh, these two photos were taken, and I want you to take a look at these. These are from two different angles, shot at the same time. Well, what the fuck? Yeah. There you go. That's how it looks. <clears throat> yeah, so, like, you can tell, and I think the uh, both of the photographers didn't notice it until later. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Pretty fucking creepy pictures, because it's like, you can tell... Like, the building, like, you can see the building on the other side. Yeah. And the fucking Mothman himself, uh, some people think that he might be the angel of death, which is why he shows up during tragedies or why people have prophetic dreams. Thank you, Lewis. No problem. So that's, um, pretty fucking weird. Like... And, and you can tell it's not just a fucking bird. Yeah. 
Like, the wings are too... It's funny. The first time I heard about Mothman was this. Was the fucking island thing? Yeah. Really? Because, like, I... I I think they I mentioned them, too, in that... It. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. They mentioned it, too, in that one uh, show, The Saturdays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cryptid Zoology show on Cartoon Network. Dude, I'm, that show was fucking cool. I like oh, that yeah. show. Yeah, I like that show, too. And it actually had, like, different fucking legends and shit. Yeah, the Jersey Devil and shit. Yeah. Um, so, in November 2016, WCHS reported on the pictures from a man who had claimed to have taken pictures of the Mothman. Um, the man said he was driving along West Virginia, Route 2 in Point Pleasant, when he saw something jumping from tree to tree flying around, and the man pulled off the road and pulled out his phone to take pictures. Uh, and these pictures are kind of like... Like, there's three pictures, and they kind of look a little, like... A little funny, a little Photoshop. Yeah, not even like Photoshop. Like, it literally... This actually probably could just be, like, a fucking bird. Yeah. But, like, you can see, like, sort of legs on it. It's weird. Um, like my Disney experience. Yeah, these ones these ones don't look as convincing as the fucking 9-11 ones. Because the 9-11 ones, you can see, like... No. Those were... Those were not just, like, photos that were taken to be like, Oh, look at here, it's the fucking Mothman. Yeah. He's yeah, flying around. It's like some fucking weird prop for, like, uh, yeah. the HSD. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Gas in the Mothman suit. Dude, that's that'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. It'd be a great, be a great video. Uh, like, the 9-11 ones were actually just pictures that photographers were have, like, that were taking of the actual fucking tragedy itself. They weren't pictures that were meant to be like, oh my god, look guys, it's the fucking angel of death or some shit. Like, and you can tell it's not a person jumping from a fucking height. Because, like, that shit happened during 9-11. Yeah, a lot of people from the the top kind of fell. And and the buildings next to it were, like, falling too. And so people were, like, tragically jumping out of fucking, like, windows and shit to try and avoid, you know. Because, like, what are you going to do? Get crushed to death or do you want to jump out a window? Kind of a heavy question for the Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, um, like, you can tell. Like, it's not... It doesn't look like it's bullshit. And the fact that it's taken from two separate fucking photographers, coincidentally, at the same fucking time, in two different parts of the city, looking at the same angle. And when you look at it, it's like, okay, that must be, like, big. That must be, like, yeah. person size. Or at least, like, big. You know what I mean? It's fucking strange, dude. So, most recently, 2017, um, an outbreak of sightings uh, of around 20 20 or so sightings occurred in Chicago from April to July of 2017. Um, Now, apparently, these were, like, by big bodies of water. Yeah. And in Chicago, there's actually, like, a... A species of, like, bird. Like, a big-ass fucking uh, cranes or some shit. Yeah. That are, like, yeah. That are, like, the size of fucking people. Yeah. And because, like, it happened near fucking water and shit, it's probably, like, pelicans. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> I'm not sure if I could take that one to heart. But, like, uh, 
the UFO sightings in the town kind of point to me that it's more like alien shit. Yeah. And the fucking Men in Black sightings. Men in Black is already a creepy subject in and of itself. Fucking cool, though. Um, we'll probably have, like, an episode about that at some point. But, like, oh, let me sit up here. I would join. Yeah, dude. Men in Black episode's gonna be a little fun. Because there's, uh... There's some more pictures, and there's actual, like, video of the Men in Black. And I kind of want to save that for that fucking episode. Yeah. Suffice to say, they're, like, people that come to anyone who's been, like, researching or, like, fucking around with UFO stuff. Fake people. And, uh, dude, they're, like, weird and, like, pale and white. And they have, like, bright pink lips and shit. And they don't have any fucking, like, eyebrows or even eyelashes. They're, like, totally bald. I guess a lot of people in the town at the time were experiencing uh, not only UFO sightings, but all that weird paranormal shit. And the fucking men in black were coming to people's houses. Like, different people in fucking Point Pleasant, they were knocking at their doors and uh, basically, like, grilling them the fuck out. Like... <clears throat> the one lady, Linda Scarberry, uh, the lady from the first, like the couple from the first story, uh, pretty much had to, she had to get treated for anxiety and stuff. Yeah. And I guess she experienced it for like years and years after. Which is one thing that kind of rings true to me, because it's like, why would she need to be treated like you, like for years and years after if it's just like yeah. a simple fucking sighting? You know, and then them describing the fucking voice and, you know, going back with the fucking officer who corroborated their story. <clears throat> Lewis looks like he's dying, bro. Yeah, we're we're a little bit low energy. We just did the first podcast, so we're a little... I just had a full dinner. Yeah. a lot of dessert. Now I'm crashing from all the sugar. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Don't die. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you, do you think it could be just like a fucking... Dude, I still believe that Mary Shelley's Frankenstein can fight the Mothman. Really? Yes. I don't know, dude, because he's got like fucking UFO powers and shit. Yeah, dude. He could like summon fucking fish people too. He sounds pretty badass. I don't know, dude. Maybe the men in black were like tracking him down. Yeah, dude. Like on some like weird shit. Maybe he is like a fucking weird... Maybe like an, like alien, kind of like the the cockroach one in Men in Black. Yeah, but like the Men in Black are actually bad because they intimidate and like kill people and shit. Dude, what if Sam Squatch is uh, an alien? Sam Squatch. Yeah. Sandwich. Sandwich. Dude, what if the sandwich? Uh, <laughs> man, this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, uh. You ever heard of the sandwich? <laughs> I like how little kids say sandwich. Yeah. They say it like sandwich. Sandwich? Combo sandwich? sandwich. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but honestly, it's, it's kind of hard to tell because like how like spread out like the sightings are. Yeah. And it's like from... At some point in the town, there started being like more and more sightings. So evidently there was like something there. There couldn't... Like I could attribute a lot of the shit to like you know maybe like bird sightings or like 
fucking owl sightings or some shit, which is totally logical. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. But, like, people having dreams about the fucking Silver Bridge in Ohio before it fucking collapsed, which was a fucking bitch. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we're only kind of knocking shit over. Uh, that was empty, right? Yeah, that was yeah. empty. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. I do... I'll be honest. My thoughts on it are... I feel like... Maybe there was something there. A couple of times. Like, the guy who saw it on the roof. There was the lady who saw it with, like... Her brother and her kid and shit. And they all fucking saw it together. And then the fucking men in black came to their house and was like, hey, don't fucking talk about this. They just walked in yeah. and told her that one sentence. Yeah, right. And um, they just walk out. No, I guess what the men in black do is they come into somebody's house and they start, like, grilling you the fuck out, but you're under, like, some weird hypnosis. Yeah. It's fucking strange, dude. We'll probably cover that on the next episode if we get the chance. Fuck yeah. Fucking Mothman. Is, I don't know, man. Like, he looks cool. Maybe he is an alien. Uh, yeah, maybe he could be like, I don't know. There, there's theories that he could be like an alien or like an interdimensional alien. Yeah, or maybe and like it would make sense for the UFO sightings too if he was one. Yeah, there's also the angel of death theory, which I don't know. No, I don't know about that either. I don't know about that. That seems a bit. Seems a bit of a stretch. We're already stretching it for, like, fucking aliens and stuff. Yeah, for a giant moth, man. And interdimensional, four-dimensional beings who can fucking cause ghosts, apparently. Sully from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if it's, uh, what's the lizard guy in fucking, in Monsters, Inc.? Randall? Randall. Yeah. Dude, what if it's fucking Randall? There's some Randall fucking... Because Randall could, like, boy. glide into it and, and fucking monster just, scene. No. And he got, like, super tall and shit at the end. Well, that's, that's what happened. So, like, Mothman doesn't have arms, right? No. It's even scarier as I did. I'm swooping down. Yeah. Like, him fucking grabbing someone. <clears throat> well, the, the weird thing is, is that when they described it, they didn't see him, like, up in a tree when when they were driving past the TNT factory. They saw him, like, shuffling around outside. Just, like, fucking... Like, like fucking waddling around. Like, on the ground, as a per... Like, like a person would do, walking around on fucking hind legs, uh, shuffling around. Ugh. Yeah. So that's a fucking weird thing. And for the... I don't think the deputy saw that, um, but, like, for the deputy to be like, oh, there's fucking hooved feet on the ground, I don't know, man. See, that's fucking weird. Yeah, that is very strange. That's, uh, that's when you actually look for the men in black. Yeah. That's where you go looking for them, dude. Put fucking tinfoil on. Fuck, fuck yeah, sign shit, dude. Bring out the fucking shotgun. Chick chick. Yell out his name three times. Yeah, dude. No, 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 it's not. None of us, like, we didn't do it. We didn't want to summon him. Because I got scared for a second. Why mm-hmm. would I continue to 
Yeah. Why would I continue to play long? If why why would I change his name three times? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Mothman. 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 <sighs> Alright, we're still here. And I'm pretty sure we could outrun Lewis right now. I can, uh, yeah, I could definitely outrun Lewis right now. And I'm not even the fastest person in the room. Lewis is faster than me. He's just high. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very passive. Sink or swim, Lewis! I fucking push you. He gets taken off by the Mothman. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, somebody help me. It's like Billy and Mandy, but we sit there and we don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> raggle, fraggle. Dude, we need a Billy and Mandy show. Yeah, dude. Well, here's the thing with the Mothman. It's like, he hasn't directly attacked anyone. He's like fucked with people's cars. And like, as in like, you know, kind of batted at it and shit. <laughs> Making his fucking weird noises. And he's, like, scared people and stuff, but he hasn't actually directly hurt anyone or, like, like, it seems like he's tried to fucking hurt somebody, but it seems more like, I don't know, just from the reports and shit, he's, like, trying to scare them off rather than, like, actually fucking try to kill someone. So is Mothman uh, a good thing? Is he a... I don't know, dude. Can he predict the bad things and he's trying to warn people? Could be. Could be, like, an escaped alien convict or some shit who's, like, actually a good guy. And then the men in black are, like, the guys that are trying to, like, lock him back up. Yeah. Like, pieces of shit. And they come disguised as fucking humans. Some fucking... Trying to lock up Mothman. There's a theory with, uh... Throw him in the Noble. Some some fucking conspiracy where uh, apparently men in black are supposed to be, like, corpses... That aliens inhabit. That's why they're like all fucked up and like weird looking. And they don't have any hair. And they, they look like fish people. Maybe. Alright, well, uh, I think this is a pretty good episode. Oh, We're yeah. At, uh, 50, 50 Remember, minutes or so. The red eyes. The red eyes, dude. Mothman's always watching. Ah, somebody help me. Except except this time it's not directed by a pedophile. Oh, yikes. Forgot about that. Ooh, Brian Silva. Not Anderson Silva. Not Anderson Silva. (laughs) And now I remember who Brian Silva is. He was the director of uh, Jeepers Creepers. And he was a convicted child predator. Convicted. So what's your favorite scary movie now? <laughs> <laughs> what scares you now, asshole? Oh, what an episode, dude. What a what a good note to end the episode on. I don't know, man. Alright, well, uh, next time, probably cover fucking uh, either EVPs or... What's the other one? Men in Black? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two I got on the docket. Uh, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on the Roswell incident before we decide to do an episode. Remember, if your child goes missing at Disney, Mothman has it. Yeah, dude. Um, also, like, Mothman, uh, the Roswell incident, and Skinwalker Ranch are kind of like the holy trinity of like weird shit, along with like... Uh, fucking Sasquatch and stuff, and the Loch Ness monster, and 
whatever else. Uh, you know, just kind of like one of the staples of like weird shit. And that one's going to need like a little bit more time for me to kind of... So, you know, we'll build up to it. Yeah. We'll build up to it. And, you know, Mothman, I feel like I've done like a good amount of research that I feel comfortable with this episode. So, uh, this was fun. Yeah. Pretty informative. Now I know what to look for once I go to New Orleans. What? Is it New Orleans or where is it? Fucking, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. I hope he's in New Orleans. Mountain mama. I, I want some beads. And it just shows all, like, six of its titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mothman's a cheap slut. <laughs>